When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Bootleg Cap Show, special guest in here. Buffalo's finest. Griselda's own. The first lady. Yes, yes. Armani Caesar. How you doing? Welcome. It's good to see you. Good to be here. Of course. Uh, your new album is officially out. Mm-hmm. The Liz 2. Yes. Highly anticipated. Yes. Uh, how's it feel now that it's out in the world and you're getting reception? Like, are you are you happy with everybody's, uh, <laughs> you know, take on it? Yeah. I still feel like, you know, I've been getting a lot of love on it. I still feel like it's being digested because that's something that you got to listen to a few times to really catch everything. Right. Like... Just the bars, metaphors, double entendres, but also like the flow of it. Like mm. it's really like a in a sequence of like events that were really happening. Right. So you're like, I feel like you are uh, kind of an anomaly in a crew like Griselda. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like we think of Gun, we think of uh, Conway, Benny. It's high level coke rap. It's <clears throat> you know, yeah. It's we know what it is, right? And then there's Armani Caesar, who's like, you know, one of the most pretty girls in hip hop. And obviously you could rap your ass off, but you're also very much like a different, um, you're bringing something different to the crew. Yeah. Um, when did you initially link up with Gun, and like, how did you guys eventually get on each other's radar to where you ended up working with Griselda officially? So uh, I met Gun back in, when I was still living in Buffalo. I was like a teenager. And... Um, we met through DJ Shay. That's how peace. I met all the guys through DJ Shay. Right. We was in a group all together called Buff City. And then once I left for school, and then everybody kind of disbanded, you know, did their own thing. Who all was in Buff City? It was me, Conway, Benny. Um, Hyde was in it. Rick Hyde was in Shout out Buff to my City. guy, Rick Hyde. Yes, I just realized that. And like, it was like uh, Hooch Crews. Um, who else is in Buff City? This I, is prior to you going to college? Mm-hmm. So this is like, how old are you? Like 18, 17? Like 17, just turned 17. Wow, okay. Yeah. So then I just kind of 
you know, they they met me. I went in there for some studio time, um, and they had another rap chick in there at the time. And Benny was like helping her write a verse or whatever because she was going to be like the first lady of Up City at the time. Gotcha. So when they was like, they were going over the verse and they kept playing an instrumental, I wrote my own verse. Mm. And then somebody heard me rapping it. And then Benny, you know, came over, heard me tap Shay, like, yo, like she fired, a right. third. Long story short, I ended up in a group. Just like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. So that was kind of like the first time you had like really linked up with. The guys over there in general. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to school. Mm-hmm. You said North Carolina Central. Mm-hmm. HBCU. Yep. Uh, what were you going to school for? So I was a, um, I was a few things, uh, but I ended up a marketing major, business administration with a concentration in marketing. Ah. But like all of my prereqs were like, you know, pretty much the same and like staples that you needed for every class except for the hip hop and context class. There was a hip hop in context class. Mm-hmm. Was Ninth that the one Wonder. that Ninth Wonder was teaching? Yeah, I just saw him repost that and say, "You never know who's in the classroom." <laughs> yes, so it was crazy. Like, because I even gave him the mixtape that I had back in the day. It was called Bath and Body Work. <laughs> oh wow, that's great! <laughs> and you know, he was he was showing love. Like, you know, he was still he was just real cool. It was a bunch of people in the class, but essentially, like, it really kind of got me into a journey of like. Going and doing my research on the Roxanne Shantae's on mm-hmm. NC Lights, like the people that weren't like mainstream, like the Kims and Foxys. Right. So you think like taking that class kind of helped you like sharpen your hip hop head metal, if you will. For sure. I mean, we would just be walking in the class and like he would be playing a sample and then he would play the song that sampled it, like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, so that got me in my sample bag. That got me like digging for beats and like even inspiring me to just go back and listen to old school music. So, were you like uh, motivated to go check out Little Brother at all? His group? Yeah, I love Little Brother. Little Brother's one of my favorite rap groups ever. So. Yeah, they was fire. Fonte. Well, they still are fire. They put a good album out a couple years ago, a few years ago, before the pandemic. Shout out Fonte and Big Pooh. Yes, I got to check that out. Yeah. Um. So you go to school, you get the mark, you got a degree? No. You, you didn't Once, finish? No, I didn't finish. Once I was told, like, you know, I think this was like my junior year and I was trying to figure out, like, what I wanted to do and I was just really going to school just to appease my mother and my advisor was like, look, like, I see how you go, like, in our marketing class, and you could literally sell ice to an Eskimo. So, like, if you can market yourself, you could really much, pretty much do anything. And I guess he was trying to motivate me, but it motivated me to, like, leave, like, say, fuck this, I'm going to go market the right myself. Move. Yeah. And you got, now I see why you have, you're so successful. You got a damn Armani's closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this an online store or an actual place that people can visit? It's an online store. Um, I'm working on making it like a brick and mortar, but I want it to be like an experience. That's super tight. Yeah. Okay, so you decide to leave school. Yeah. At that point in time, you stay in North Carolina, you go back home. What are you doing? Um, I just was going back and forth. I was still kind of like working, and then I got a job at a club, and it was just like I was running it up, making money from there. And also- What were you doing at the club? I was dancing. You were stripping, okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to so, um, Shout out to all the ladies out there getting that money. Yes, get that bread, get that bag. My so, wife used to be a dancer, so <laughs> no judgment here. I mean, listen, listen. I know more strippers making more money than drug dealers to this day. <laughs> and a lot risky, less risky. Yeah. Even though, yo, there's something about strip club politics that, because I used to DJ 
a lot at strip clubs. So mm-hmm. I've been in the locker rooms. Mm-hmm. I've seen bitches beat the shit out of each other over, oh, yeah. over like whose bucket got fuller from someone making it rain. Mm-hmm. Like the strip club politics are crazy. I ended up getting fired. That's how I ended up stopping. Cause it was like, so it was just, I hated my job, but it was like the money was so good that right. it was like, I was trying to figure out how I could walk away from it for good. Because, you know, you'll stop a little bit here, a little bit Right, there. right. You're like, I need some money. Let me go work for a weekend. Yeah. Or just, you know, you get a nigga. You, you know. Yeah. You just be like, okay, well, I'm going to start a business. That don't work out. You already know you're going back to strip club. What? Why'd you get fired? I spit on a girl. You spit on her? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least you didn't assault her. I mean, you kind of did. But at yeah, least I really, you didn't, I really at least couldn't. you didn't beat her up. No, nah, I couldn't. It was like security. Oh, like, you would have fucked her so up, she, yeah, yeah. Like, that was the only way like I could kind of get to Was her. it over like some money? Yeah, it was over. of course, because yeah. that's the only reason why I'm here. Like, right. I don't give a fuck about you, bitches. I'm here. To get you know money. why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. What city was this? This was in Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Hey, CIAA weekends are probably lit as fuck. Oh, man. They was going crazy. Mm. I mean, we was on, like, they would make, like, the news, like, for people spending, like, hundreds of thousand dollars a, a, a night on the weekends. That's crazy. What was the most amount of money in your short-lived dancing career that you made in one night? Mm. Like a little over 20K. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I would never quit. <laughs> but every night it don't be like that. Let but me it's tell like, you something. Yeah. I'd have my ass out until they would tell me I had to leave. But, you know, now it, you, it explains why I didn't want to leave. It was like, you know. No, I get it. It's also like mentally taxing. I don't think people understand like your job is to like make like like it, it's it I can only imagine my wife's explained it to me like it is mentally taxing to like hit reset and then try to like you have to kind of be everybody's fantasy slash mm-hmm. counselor slash mm-hmm. person they trust like even if it's for 20 minutes like and you do that however long right and I get, it's like f- fuck it's a, it was a long night you know like yeah and no black clubs is a little bit different because like you know, you got to deal with all the street shit that be oh, coming into oh, the club. Yeah, so the club I used to DJ at in Phoenix is called Jaguars, a legendary strip club. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much the epicenter mm-hmm. of all of the street shit in Phoenix. Everybody mm-hmm. comes there at 2 a.m. after mm-hmm. the regular club gets out. And mm-hmm. everybody who's got beef with everybody is all in the same fucking place. Mm-hmm. Every single fucking night. It's mm-hmm. it's like you could sometimes you could feel the fucking tension in there. It's yeah. Like, it's like, oh shit. And imagine Ooh. it's like you ain't got no choice. You gotta get this motherfucking yeah. bag. Like you praying that niggas don't be shooting. Or oh, for you know sure. what I'm saying? Like Nah, it's, for sure. It's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. Fights happen. Like you said, people get it's, it's, right. Yeah, I don't care about the fights. It'd be the, the shooting part for me. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, okay, so you you're dancing. At what point in time you get when you, so you got fired, did you eventually say, Okay, I'm done? Um, yeah, because it was like, I wasn't about to work at no Rinky Dink Club. Like, at the time, I was, like, building my following. At the main spot. Not even Ish. so much at the main spot, because a lot of people didn't even know I danced. You know, because I Were you still really... rapping at this time? Yeah. Okay. I started rapping. Like, I, I kept rapping as soon as I got down to North Carolina. Okay, like, so yeah, because you were, I mean, you gave Ninth Wonder your mixtape. <laughs> Bath and Body Work. Yes. <laughs> Amazing name. I was popping big shit, too. <laughs> Is this on? Can we look at is the album artwork anywhere on the internet? Yes, I'll unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, if it's online, it's never going away. I know. <laughs> I 
that's a great name though. I, I uh, no, no, for real. I might have to name like a song that or something. Wait, I gotta Google it real quick. Hold on, let's see. Yeah. Armani's... I think it's streamable right now. Still, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's on. Uh... Benny on there, Conway on there, but like I think. What Benny... year did this drop? 2013, 12, something like that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I look at that. Okay, I see you. I see you in the tub. <laughs> and the thing about that is it was like, uh, shout out to Shay. He found his house in the hood. I forgot it was one of his friends' house, but it had like a jacuzzi in it. It was like one of them little like ratchet houses that look like a trap house. But then when you mm. walk in, it's like renovated. So, yeah, he let us borrow that to do a little photo shoot. That's great. Well. Wow. Uh, damn, that's crazy. That was nine years ago. Mm-hmm. So you're like a veteran. Definitely. You are not new to this. Mm-mm. Very much true to this. Yeah. Factual. Hey, what up, y'all? Bootleg Kev. Got to stop the interview to tell you about our newest sponsor, man. Shout out to the homies at Hardeen Las Vegas. That's right. The number one dispensary in the whole state of Nevada, let alone in the whole fucking country. So many choices of premium cannabis, ladies and gentlemen. It is like... How can I put this? You walk into it, you go to Hardeen in Las Vegas, when you're on vacation, when you're out there tricking off, whatever you're doing, stop off at Hardeen, tell them I sent you, be like, yo, bootleg kept sent me. They're going to take care of you at Hardeen. When I say selection, I mean selection of the best premium cannabis in the world, the best dispensary. There's a reason why Hardeen is world famous. Follow them right now. Hardeen underscore Las Vegas. Go to their website, HardeenLasVegas.com. That's J-A-R-D-I-N underscore Las Vegas. When you're in Vegas, you have to pull up to Hardeen. Tell them I sent you and get high off your fucking face. I don't even know what that means. How do you get high off of your face? Eh, Whatever. Melt your fucking face off with some of that good Hardeen, y'all. Go follow them one more time. That's Hardeen underscore Las Vegas. Let's get back to the interview. Uh, Okay, so you were obviously rapping for a while. Mm -hmm. Um. When did you feel like you started to catch some traction where you could be like, oh, I, this might work out for me? Um, it was just always little things that happened. Um, I, back in like 2015, I got my first placement on this um, album, on Rico Love's album, actually. On Shout this out song. to Rico Love. Yes. Um, on this song called Bad Attitude featuring me, him, and Raekwon. Wow. Yeah. So that was like my first album placement. Then from there, I ended up like signing and getting a deal but it was Where like, at? Um, it was through somebody I don't want to mention. Fuck them. But yeah. But essentially, um, they left, they were the VP at a big record label and ended up leaving. And then my stuff was kind of like in limbo for a year. So I was just sitting like not doing shit. That happens a lot. It's like the people that sign you, they get a better job or they get fired. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these new people that come in and they're like, well, we didn't sign her. They don't They don't believe in you the same way the people who signed you believed in you. Right, right. And if you sign through somebody else, like it don't really make a difference because it ain't shit that they can do. They don't really have the ties. So, so you kind of went through like uh, the full music uh, industry experience. Yeah. Like he was trying to like stop bags. He was trying to stop people from fucking with me. Like... It was crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. Is this like a famous person? I mean, he's well known. Like he's not like industry a industry guy? He industry, but like behind the scenes industry. But what, like if what, you la- what was the big label? <laughs> it it was a big one. It was it was one of the, the top five ones. Mm. Yeah. Was it Def Jam? <laughs> what? <laughs> it Def Jam? But yeah, but, but fuck him. Because at the end of the Def Jam. 
No, it wasn't Def Jam. It wasn't Def Jam. Okay, it wasn't Def Jam. Okay. <laughs> but like, you know. So it was Atlantic. <laughs> no. So it was Columbia. You know what? Anyway, but like I actually seen him when I was doing the red carpet at the BT Awards because I had to decipher him. Right. And you know, it just was a good feeling. It was just like, damn, you tried to stop and look at me now. That's pretty crazy that someone would go out of their way to try to stop money from like a somebody who's just trying to make ends meet. I mean, it happens more often than not, especially the females. In this you think game. so? For sure. Yeah. I've gotten deals stopped because I didn't want to fuck with executives. I've gotten deals stopped because obviously, you know, a person wasn't doing anything and they just wanted me to just sit and wait. Like, uh, it, it's crazy. Yeah, there's a double standard with like uh, women in hip hop where it's like, no matter what you do, like people are always going to assume the, not necessarily the worst, but mm-hmm. shit, I told you earlier, I was like, I forgot he told me that you and Kodak had a song coming out because you were supposed to come <laughs> up here like a month ago or something. And he was like, well, we're waiting for this Kodak record to get cleared. But then I just saw the video that you posted of Kodak braiding your hair. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Kodak's dating Armani Caesar? Kodak is just a certified lover boy. So I think he just give off that like flirty energy. Yeah, shout out really- to him. He's, he, I mean, he bought um, Shannon Brown's ex-wife, uh, Monique, a purse the other night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monica. Um, but you- he's sweet like that, though. Like he's the type that you don't even have to be with him. Like he just he's did he a buy gentleman. you anything? Mm, he did the record. I was happy enough with that. He free feature? Shit. No, it wasn't free. But you know, it's discounted. Just, he just looked out. You know what I'm saying? For for a person that's still underground and stuff like that, like, and I slid in his DM. I was like, yo, like, because I was listening to, you know, the album, and I'm like, damn, like, we need a couple more features yep. just to wrap this up. And I um, I was just like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to sl- Yeah, let's just see what happens. He hit me right back, and I sent the song. I'm like, let me know if you fucking with it. He sent me right back. He was just like, I'm about to stretch the beat. I'm going to send it back to you. He sent it in like three hours. Oh, shit. Yep. And then the next... Maybe like a week or two later, pulled up and did the video. Yo, that doesn't happen usually. Never. Like, especially an artist that big, like, usually you're like waiting like two months or something. You're like, yo, damn, yeah. did he forget? Niggas, that ain't even as big as that. You right, be like Conway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do Conway. Conway did take way longer to do oh, my I know he did. Nah. Conway takes way longer than everybody to I, do everything. But I love, I love Conway. Me Conway too. smoked it. I love him as well. But like, even with all the backlash that Kodak was getting at the time, you know, I was kind of like leery, like, you know, not so much leery because I know that I'm me and I know how I carry myself. So, Oh, was this during the, uh, like when there was, they were trying to, there was somebody... Were they trying to like uh, paint him out to be the, the yeah like a Lotto person? Thing? That, I don't know who it was, yeah. but it was Lotto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was something like that. But I was gonna say, like, it, it, is it like, are you starting to? You gotta. I feel like as a as a woman in hip hop, you have to have thick skin, mm-hmm. and you gotta kind of like understand like whether it's right or wrong. People are gonna look at you a certain way up until they hear your music. I mean, I think. Me coming down to North Carolina and not knowing nobody and having to establish myself with the DJs, with even my studio sessions, like locking that shit down for 10 hours at a time. Like you're made saying, for this shit. You're like, I've been yeah, through that. Yeah, but it's like how you carry yourself. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, I don't move like how everybody moves. So mm-hmm. people know not to play with me. Even if it's like at first you think, oh shit, like she fire, I'm going to shoot my shot. It's like once you see that I'm really about business, then you ain't going to play with me like that. Was uh, when did you? How long ago did you guys shoot the video? Uh, we shot it Made of America weekend in Philly. When was that? That was like that was like in September, September first. I want to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, I remember that weekend. Yeah, that's dope. So it was all in Philly. Yeah, 
That's what's up. Uh, for you, do you did like were you always kind of like um, because you are very good at skating over beats that you would not expect women who look like you to rap over. <laughs> Were you always in that bag with like the Derringer type sound or was that something that like once you officially came full circle, signed with Griselda, that you embraced a little bit more? Because um, you're living in North Carolina. Right. You know, you're in the strip club. Mm-hmm. The music's a certain way. So I think um, I was doing that beforehand. Like again, going back to my first um, project that I ever did with Buff City, it was like we was rapping over heartbeat. Right. So, you know, of course, when I moved down there, it was like, then I learned how to like ride that wave. So now it's like I have an equal balance of both. And when I moved over to, you know, when I actually signed to Griselda, it was like, you know, I was excited to do it just because there was already a lane for me open there Mm -hmm. versus me trying to like start off and do that by myself in North Carolina. So I think. You walk into a pretty rabid fan base. Yeah, that was crazy. The Griselda fans are. They're very dedicated. Mm-hmm. But I love them now. At first, they was a little mean to me when I first signed. Why were they mean? Because I looked like this, and they thought that I couldn't rap. Yeah, they probably wanted you to be like, you know, 280 pounds, <laughs> lesbian. <you know. laughs> yes, give it very <laughs> They wanted much you to like... look like Queen Latifah and set it off. <laughs> yeah. Right, or be were... like super, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. They're like, yo, what? What is going on with Griselda? They're over here signing pretty girls. <laughs> right. They like, is she going to be the backup dancer? Oh, they only signed her because she pretty. They're going to be writing her rhymes. So like the first Liz was me just proving all that shit wrong. So that's why I came out swinging like. I mean, yeah, yeah. And you did a good job at that. Thank you. Do you, uh, can you share some of the insight? Because I feel like Gunn is somebody who um, is influencing a lot of culture in hip hop, whether or not people want to acknowledge it. Um, he's very smart he's uh, a master curator of course he's an incredible rapper as well but just in terms of just like his marketing prowess his business prowess like what are some of the things that you were able to pick up from him since recent like since uh, again coming to Griselda officially um just watching um watching the moves that he makes watching how he knows how to like cultivate you know artwork and you know bridge it with the music Knowing like his influence like over the Griselda fans and how like they're very big on just the suspense, the um, the merch, you know, like those are all things that like a lot of new age people aren't really doing. And me as a woman and as an entrepreneur, like that's always motivation because I, I want to take what he's doing and take it even further. You know mm. what I'm saying? And even do it my way because I'm a woman. I don't see no woman moving like that. So I want to be like the female. Yeah, there really is no woman. woman that's like taking advantage. I mean, obviously, if Nikki drops a sweater, people buy it. Like mm-hmm. she's got fans that are, you know, interesting. Um, but like, I feel like there, I haven't seen like a, a female MC really like dive into the merch shit like some male people have, like Tech Nine or Griselda or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's wide open for you for sure. Hey guys, we got to stop the interview to tell you about our good folks over at BlueChew.com. That's right. Listen, you got to go to BlueChew right now. Sign up for uh, BlueChew with the promo code bootleg. You're going to get your first month for free. BlueChew, the same active ingredient as Viagra and as Cialis, but in a chewable form. That's right. You pop the BlueChew, chew that thing, wash it down with your beverage of choice. 
And then get to work with that hard fucking cock of yours. Your dick is going to be harder than trigonometry was in high school, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be fucking raw. Like, you know, uh, Ryu and Street Fighter, he'd be like, Aryuken, and he does the motherfucking, this is going to be your dick. It's going to be like Ryu's fucking uppercut. You know what I'm saying? God bless whoever's on the receiving end of that. Consensually, of course. Uh, they're going to thank you for taking the Blue Chew. So go to bluechew.com, use the promo code bootleg, all right? I'm talking free month, right to your doorstep, indiscreet packaging, no awkward doctor's visits, all right? It's all online. You don't have to worry about going and sitting in a waiting room and be like, hey, doc, I have my dick. I could use a little a pep in my step, and then it's awkward. You got to look at this old fuck talking about your dick. He might ask you to pull it out. Who fucking knows what's going on? At Blue Chew, none of that's happening. BlueChew.com. And they also got the new, brand new, uh, mint-flavored chewable, which has Vardenafil in it, which is the same active ingredient as Levitra and Staxin, which is a little more potent. A little more potent if you need the extra on top of the extra. You know what I mean? Get the mint chewable. Yeah, your wife will thank you. Your girlfriend will thank you. Your boyfriend will thank you. Whatever the fuck you're fucking will thank you. As long as it's legal, all right? Let's get back to the interview. Go to bluechew.com. Promo code bootleg. That's it. Yeah. Uh, how much, like, obviously, uh, each album is uh, a painting. I wanna, I'm want i not going to fuck his name up. Isaac Palejo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, was that because we know that that's something that uh gun loves his art mm-hmm. i mean I, i've been to the store i've seen videos of his crib at phoenix this guy's got paintings fucking everywhere yes. um was that like a collaborative idea or did you just kind of let gun handle curating the art um i let gun curate the art um obviously it was kind of like easier moving on to the list too because it was kind of like we're going to continue with the same makes sense but um you know the art thing is still something that i'm like learning about like what makes things like what makes people want to buy that you know because everybody can do art but it's like are you going to get people to actually want it is it going to be like dope is it going to be understood by people came a long way from bath and body work yes for For sure sure. in the in the in the tub and i I didn't want to be on my first album that makes sense you know because i feel like people was going to look at it and be like "Mm, this ain't gonna sound like what I think it's going to sound like or what it does does sound like. Right. Uh, for you, who would you consider some of your biggest influences just as an MC? Um, Jay-Z, um, Nas, Wayne, Fab, Nikki, Foxy, Remy, um, Missy Elliott. Shout out to Missy. Yes, I love her. Shout out um, to Fab too. Not a lot of, not enough people say Fab. Yeah. Fab's a legend. No, for real. Like, out of this world. Um, Styles P, Jada Kiss. Um, like, I just, I love people that's barred up. You know, I like people like a Jay-Z or even Drake that can, like, Dude. transcend sounds, mm-hmm. but it still sound like them. That's true. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Drake. I think Drake's the best at that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Drake could do a Bad Bunny song, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, this just sounds like something Drake would have did because like, it's natural to him. Mm-hmm. Like, why not, you know? Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of guys who could really pull off as much shit as Drake and it not be like... Like you would not like like if Jay Z jumped on a Bad Bunny song, we probably all would look at him and be like, "What's <laughs> happening here? What's going on here? Right. Why is Jay Z speaking Spanish?" Right. But Drake also- does it, and it's like it's Drake. Yeah. I, I just assume Drake knows every language. 
<laughs> like, if he hopped on, like, somebody from, like, Hungary's fucking song, like, tomorrow, I'd he be like, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, Drake knows Hungarian. Of course he does. He's Drake. I'm He's popular. worldly. Yes. And I got to say, the guys, too, like, Benny and Conway, obviously, like, I've been studying them since I was, you know, young. Like, even now, I listen to their music before I start write, writing sometimes, like... Just, it does help when you have two of the best rappers alive in your crew. Yeah. And like in my opinion, I, I I always say Conway is like Conway is a I just think Conway is just his like ability to convey pain on songs mm-hmm. is like second to none. Yeah. And I think that's such a special like uh, attribute and like it makes people like I've seen motherfuckers crying in the crowd when he's performing the cow and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's good to like pick up on and just be around. So, um, all right. So, you have a song with Kodak Black, which means that uh, there's a lot of eyes on what you're doing right now. Yeah. And you got the video. Yes. Which is a great feat for an independent artist like yourself. Thank you. Um, are you feeling any pressure for like maybe the next go round to do a little bit like more commercial shit? Even though I feel like you did do a little bit more of that on this project, but like in terms of like. You know, do you see yourself doing something like that? Um, yeah. Like it just really depends on how I'm feeling. You know, again, like I was doing the commercial shit more so before I got signed anyway. So it was always a part of the plan. Like the thing was with West Side, he was always like, you know, you like the star player because if I go and do a song with, you know, Taylor Swift they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. Right. But, you know, you do it and it's going to make sense because you know how to do both. You know what I'm saying? So you're kind of able to, like, even bridge the gap between Griselda fans and mainstream by doing the things that you're doing and and being a female artist that can actually rap, that looks good, that, you know, can sing, that, you know, writes all her own music. So it, it was pretty much just, like, easy. So I do plan on, like, getting into... The more mainstream stuff. But it's also still, like, I think being in the strip club as long as you have, like, you also, like, whether you want to, like, you actually kind of, like, low-key become an A&R in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, like, you kind of start to understand music and, like, how, like, what makes people react to certain shit in the club or Facts. what music is, you know, who, who like, look, I always talk about this with people. I think Future is the greatest club artist of all time. I think it's Future, number one. Mm-hmm. And then everybody, I mean, you can figure out who the rest is. But I think Future is the greatest club artist ever. It depends on The that. type of clubs I go to, at least. <laughs> it depends. It's like, you got to, I don't know, so many things go into that. It's like the era. Because, you know, Rick Ross and Jeezy had the game in the chokehold for as far as the strip clubs that I used to work right, at. Right, 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 right. Because it was all dope boys. That's all they wanted to hear. Or Boosie. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you were in you were in North Carolina. For yeah, sure. but like actual like mainstream stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Like Future for sure, Drake for sure. Because you got to think about there. Drake gonna get the ladies. Like Future Drake, um, little baby. I don't think he's quite there yet, club wise. Really, he's up there. He's up there, but he's he's up there. But uh, Little John. Lil John for sure. That's why I said eras because yeah. Lil John had everything in the chokehold. Greatest club time. song ever, though. An old one. It's old. Back That Ass Up by Juvenile is the number one song in club history. Yeah, for sure. No matter what club you're in, it could be the most ratchet place in the world. It could be fucking the most high-end club in Ibiza. If they play Back That Ass Up, it's okay. Oh, for sure. Because it's just, 
you're going to immediately run to the dance floor or just you got to like turn around and get that one last little song in before you leave. Like that's the one. That's wow. the one that's going to turn them around. Uh, anything like you obviously you have your uh, boutique, your online boutique. Anything else you're working on besides the uh, online clothes? Just expanding the brand, like leveling up, like everything that I'm doing as far as like my music, my shows, my, you know, my brand, my boutique, um, just trying to just capitalize on the platform that I already have. So taking deals, whether it be a, a movie, you know, merch, you know, collabs and stuff like that. Like I want to get into more beauty stuff. Like I'm just taking my brand and expanding it to the next level. Hey, we got to stop the interview real quick to tell you about our partners at Odd Socks, our presenting sponsor here at the Bootleg Hip Podcast. Listen, Christmas time is approaching faster than you think. I mean, we're like fucking a month and a half away or some shit, whatever. Uh, get some Odd Socks for your folks. Go to oddsocksofficial.com, use the promo code BOOTLEG, and you'll save 20% off at checkout. The most comfortable socks in the world. That's right. We got some Scarface socks. They got WWE. You know what I mean? They also got the Cheech and Chongs. They also got the Flamin' Hots for you hot shit eating fucks out there. My favorite, just the Odd Socks Basics. They're just so comfy. Literally the most comfortable sock in the world. I'm holding the fucking sock right now. You can save 20% off. Plus, they got boxers now, baby. All right. Go to oddsocksofficial.com. Promo code bootleg at checkout. Save 20% off and support our family at Odd Socks and the podcast at the same fucking time. Let's get back to the interview. Any of the... Uh, OG female rappers reach out and tap in with you yet? Um, so like a few years ago, um, Foxy had reached out. Wow. Um, she, I feel like I don't. That sounds very rare because yeah. I've never heard her do that. Yeah, um, it was a guy that I knew um, from New York, and he knew somebody that she knew, and I think she had seen like a picture of me or something like that. Long story short, they got us on the phone. And um, she just showed so much love. She was just super like, yo, you fire. Like, even your look remind me of, like, something I would do. Like, she was just real cool. Do you feel like, um, I feel like there's, like, this weird civil war between, like, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and whoever they're friends with all at the same time? <laughs> it's very, it's very frustrating. It's just someone who likes both of them where it's just like, guys, all right, okay. Yeah, I get it, but it's just like, man, it just feels like it just out. feels like it's like the most like weirdly catty situation on Twitter every other week where I'm just like, why is who's Cardi beefing with now? Who's Nikki beefing with now? Why can't everyone just get along? And I know that it like I mean, it's a female it's it's not a female rapper thing, men men beef, but I I'm saying I'm speaking at it from like somebody who loves female MCs. Yeah. When you see something like that like not necessarily specific to either of them, because I ain't trying to get you caught up in no barbs and then. Um, but in terms of like, uh, you know, just kind of the the beef between a lot of female rappers, are you like trying to avoid that at all costs, or you know? I'm just trying to avoid any kind of negativity. I feel like you know it's a blessing to be able to get paid for doing what I'm doing, right? And like you just gotta pay attention to the things that matter, like that beef shit. Who don't like you? Who's fucking who? Who like that shit don't matter to me. Right. I ain't never been in no drama like that in my personal life, so I'm definitely not gonna do it at work or Especially in my publicly. business. Yeah. Yo, I saw uh, when the shooting happened in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. um, I saw you had said that uh, when you were growing up, you worked at. Not that same location, yeah. But you worked at a different one of those 
groceries. Yeah, yeah, that was obviously an extremely, um, I was a pretty crazy day. Yeah. Um, were you in town when that happened? No, but my mom, well, first my grandmother had called me. I was getting on a plane. I actually was on my way to a show because this was during like the Griselda tour. Right. Um, and my grandmother called me and was like, hey, can you turn on the, because she don't, she like super, she don't do no internet. She don't do right. nothing. She was like, yo, um, I heard that it was a shooting or something at um, a grocery store. Can you look it up? So then I looked it up and I seen that it was at Tops. And this Tops is around the corner from where like my mom lives at. Wow. So like, and then I called my mom to just check on her because she goes there all the time. And my mom was like hysterical and crying. And she was like, I was on my way there. And this, that, and the third. It was just, it was a lot. Yeah, now that shit was terrible. Your mom was on the way there? Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. And it's not like, again, you you can get anywhere in Buffalo 10 to 15 minutes. So just imagine, like, you live around a corner, you right there, and then you seeing all these cop cars. And it was crazy. It was bodies out there. It was just wild. Yeah. Buffalo is a place that, like, I went, I, like I, said, I went there for a couple of days, and I really I really liked it. Like, I really thought Buffalo was like a vibe. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to expect going there. Mm-hmm. But it was very, uh, it wasn't as cold as I had, uh, thought it was going to be, <laughs> as we discussed. The food was solid, mm-hmm. but it just felt like its own place. Like, I've been to Detroit before, and I've heard people compare Detroit and Buffalo, but it mm-hmm. just felt like its own thing. Like, it, what part of Buffalo are you from? I'm from the east side of Buffalo. Like, I grew up in a fruit belt, and, you know, I stayed, like, uh, like in the east side. Like, they call it Bucktown, Cold Springs. I stayed in that area. Nice. Uh, what's, first of all, next for you? music-wise. You're working this album. I'm sure there's more music videos coming. Mm-hmm. Are you already recording new shit? Oh, yeah. It's already in the, in the clip. I'm dropping top of the year. Already? Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna let y'all wait two years for no sh- nothing no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long wait. Yeah. Why, why the wait? Um. Well, it was a lot that happened. Obviously, like, it was mid-pandemic, so it was a lot of things that needed to be worked out with that, but I just think now, like, I'm just more hands-on with my shit. I'm more in charge of my shit. Like, even when it came down from everything from, like, my um, rollout, you know, I had my team or whatever, so shout-out to them, but... You know, my mixes to the content that I was dropping to my feature, like to everything. Like, you know, I'm really more so hands on with mine. And I think that that's important for a lot of women to do, just be in charge of your own shit. For the first album, were you not like as hands on? Well, the first album was kind of. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Fucking galaxies always fucking. See, that's why you need an iPhone. I got both. Oh, okay. Talk heavy. (laughs) Nah, but. The first one was really like cut and dry. It was super easy. I right. didn't obviously um, have as much of a rollout as I did with this one, but I recorded um, that list in about seven days. Not even seven days, three days. I told Wes I was going to give him seven days because I was scared to come outside after I got COVID. And then... Um, well, you recorded the first album in three days? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We drove to what we call the five. It's in Atlanta. And it's like in a basement in one of Wes' houses. And it's like super grimy, like... Um, don't watch TV, Travis. He um did like most of the graffiti artwork mm-hmm. in there. Got all the artwork up there. They got like a green light that's like super muddy, and it's just a vibe. So wow. I gave myself seven days to do it. I left in three because I had my boutique that had just started. And I needed to get back to that. Check you out. <laughs> 
And, um, you know, long story short, you know, when it was time to, like, package up everything, you know, Wes kind of, like, handled everything with that. Even with some of the beats I was doing, I didn't even know my first single was a Primo beat until after I had recorded it. Because it didn't have no scratches on oh, it Oh, you, you didn't know you were rapping on a premiere beat when you recorded no, it? No, because it didn't have no scratch. You know, right, yeah, yeah. A, he's got the hooks. He be the cutting, sauce, yeah. yeah. He, he was just like, after I recorded it, we listened back to it. He was like, okay, I'm going to send this to Primo so you can put the scratches on it. And I turned around, I'm like... DJ Premier? Yeah, which Primo are we talking about? Yeah. I'm like, nah, let me do it over again. He was like, nah, it sounds amazing. Like, that was one project where it was like, I didn't do a lot of singing on it or anything Mm -hmm. like that. It was just pretty much like bars. And, you know, as far as like the concept and everything like that, like Wes did it. And this time around, it was like, okay, well, I want it to be more like female empowerment. I want it to be more like me like telling my story for real. I wanted to open up on different songs. That's why you got songs like El Puro with me and Conway going back and forth on some like almost like a relationship type of song. Right. You know, I'm singing a lot more on it. I mean, I got a song called First Wives Club on it that's literally saying like, nigga, I'm not your bitch. So, but the guys love it. Wait, 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 wait. First Wives Club, what is the theme of this song? Um, So it's like a women's empowerment song. I call it First Wives Club because I'm saying like, you don't own me. And I heard that song originally on the First Wives Club movie. I remember and that got movie. Ins- yeah, and I got inspired. Wasn't Goldie Hawn in that movie? Goldie Hawn, yeah. What was the other? I don't remember. A bunch of old ways. white bitches was in that movie. But That's Goldie one of Hawn, my favorite sure. movies, though. Hey, Goldie Hawn was one of them. Yes. She's so bad, but... You ever been married or close to getting married? Yes. So you've been married? <laughs> you've been married in your day? I've been close to being married. Not actually married, though? Mm-mm. So you got you were engaged? Yeah, something like that. I mean, did you have a ring? <laughs> we was close to getting married. It was a very, very close relationship. Did you have a ring? <laughs> yes, I'm always going to have a ring. Well, there, well, so you were engaged. Yeah. So what happened? He cheated? It just didn't work out. Damn. Yeah. Mm-mm. We just went into two separate paths. Yeah. But God bless him. He's doing really well. Um, well, that's good. That's positive. Usually, when that kind of thing happens, you're like, "Yo, fuck him. He ain't shit." By the way, track hates about that bitch ass <laughs> motherfucker. I mean, I get to get that out in my music, but that's why I don't ever feel no way. Like I get over shit very quick. I don't stay mad long. That's at a all. nice trait to have. Yeah, because you can't. You gotta like, have a short memory. I got a. Sh- I don't got a short memory when with stuff that matters, but a lot of shit is just like. I'll be over because I'll be having so much other shit going on in my life like that actually matters and requires my attention and for me to show up and be happy and shit that I can't afford to waste my time being mad or bitter or anything right. like that. Like That ain't going to get me no money. And it's only going to make even more bad shit come your way. What up, y'all? We got to stop the interview real quick, tell you about our good friends at MyBookie. That's right, man. MyBookie is where you want to get this money and uh, enjoy uh, being a degenerate like myself. And it's the best time of the year to be a degenerate because NFL season is uh, obviously we are in the midst of a crazy NFL season. NBA season just started. World Series is going down and you can get your bets in right now. Go to my bookie and sign up for a new account using the promo code bootleg. That's B-O-O-T-L-E-G. You sign up right now. They will match your first deposit. That's right. Put in a thousand. Oh, they'll give you another thousand to gamble with. That's Free money. Free money to gamble with. Let's get in on this action, man. NFL season. I'm loving this part of the year. So much good, just everything to 
bet on football, basketball, fucking UFC, uh, NFL, baseball, whatever. Now is the best time to get your gamble on. So go sign up for a new account at MyBookie. Use that promo code BOOTLEG and double your deposit. Let's get back to the interview. You feel like now that you're, you have like a high profile as an artist, is it take a special type of dude to like get down with Armani Caesar because he has to kind of understand that you're a boss bitch, that you got this thriving rap career, that you're a public figure. Like there's so many things that like, like I think when I think of like, uh, you know, powerful women intimidate men. Mm -hmm. It just is what it is. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's difficult for a man to date a woman because I think, um, at least in my case, it's already like guys going to judge you off of how you look anyway and expect you to be a certain way. Not realizing like, you know, I actually am an avid reader. I like deep conversations. I like, you know what I'm saying? They may look at me and judge me based off of, you know, Instagram or whatever the case may be. Like a lot of guys don't really get to know me for me. Yeah. So they think like, oh man, I got to have like my bag up. I got to get her this, I got to get her that. And it's like... Well, or we could just have a nice conversation. That yeah, can we can we can, can we carry an hour conversation where I'm not bored and want to kill myself? Yeah, I mean that's why. But I write songs about that all the time. Like that's where the Liz Loves Luger song right. came from. Like I just wanted your loyalty. I want all of that stuff too, because obviously, like if I'm gonna do it for myself, I want whoever is around me to be able to love on me like how I love on me. Right. But I think you know it's better stuff, like bigger stuff that matters. I think nowadays. You know, relationships are so transactional. They are. Like, and social media only perpetuates that. They don't, so now you don't really know how to deal with people on just a regular human basis without it being what, a transaction. What, yeah, yeah. What's the, uh, what's the ulterior motive? What can I get out of this? Yeah. yeah. A lot of men are paying, you know, to get with the girls of their dreams and a lot of women are getting paid for their pain. What is, uh, you say you're an avid reader. What do you like to read? What kind of books are you reading? Um, books that's just gonna make me boss up, like um, the Game of Life and How to Play It. That's mm. a real good one. The Alchemist, um, Gucci Man Guide to Greatness was good. I just read that. I just read A Perfect Day to Boss Up by Rick Ross. Um, self help books. Self help books, yeah, for sure. I mean, and have you heard? Have a you few read hood a, books. There's a, there's a book called The Subtle Art to to Not Giving a Fuck. Have you heard of that book? I heard of it, but I didn't read it. It's a pretty good book. Okay. I think I already know how to not give a fuck. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> like I haven't been giving a fuck since I was like 12. Oh, shit. So like, you know, it was still a good book though. That's fine. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to read it. Yeah. What about, do you? what are you binge watching? When you're watching TV, any shows you just fucking love that you just can't get enough of? I'm a fucking geek, kind of like low key when it comes to shit like that. Like, like what though? What are you watching? <laughs> what do you geek out over? I watch like Cinema Sins, um... Prim's Hood Media is like this. They do like um, reviews on like hood movies. <laughs> never, I was gonna say it, I haven't heard of this. Yeah, like it's. I like shit like that. I like a lot of things that like are documentaries or like things I'm gonna learn from. Things that I didn't know, especially like if it's my favorite movie, things that I didn't even notice or like any kind of like weird, quirky facts that you may never know. Like I like shit like that. What's your favorite movie? I got so many favorite movies. Give me three of them. I like um, Friday After Next. That's a great one. Uh, Harlem Nights. Great one. And Mean Girls. 
Hey, Mean Girls is heat. <laughs> it is. It's fire. Hey, Friday after next though. That's that's a. Yeah. I mean, I'm OG Friday. I, I like love, all the Fridays. I love all three. Be yeah, clear, yeah, yeah. yeah, all the Fridays for I th- sure. I think it's Friday, Friday after next, then next Friday. See, I like Friday after next because you it can be a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie, and you know, just a regular, you know, Cat Williams regular, coming out party. Oh my gosh, fire! Money Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Money Mike. Well, look, I appreciate you pulling up. The Liz Two is out. Yes. Go get that. Go run it up. More videos on the way. Yes. More video. We got some some uh, surprises. Also, uh, new music top of the year. Yes, for sure. We're not gonna make everybody. I mean, listen, if you're recording albums in three days, I mean. <laughs> but this one, I'm taking my time with. I think I'm, you know, I'm more so intentional about it, like because I'm, I'm, I already t- shown people I know how to rap. Right now, it's about making songs and good songs versus, That's you smart. know, just giving people bars. I'm gonna give you bars in between anyway. You're a superstar. Thank you. You gotta, yeah. So you've proven the rapping part. Thank you. Now you just got to put them hits out. Okay, because I'm trying to get on some of these movie soundtracks. I need a movie contract. I'm trying to get in, you know. All of it. All of that stuff. There it is. Armani mm-hmm. Caesar, appreciate you coming through. Thank you for having Boom. me. Boom. Fire. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.